This is Free Talk Live, kicking off another week here where you are, as always, invited to join us on the radio. You can bring up whatever is on your mind. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Coming up, we're going to talk about the murderer, which didn't get coverage, at least during the Saturday show. I'll check and see if they talked about it last night because I'm not on. Sunday. Is this the um, the what, the Chinese guy who hates Taiwan Taiwanese people? No. Is there another murderer? What? Uh, who, who's this one? Uh, yeah, this one isn't getting as much coverage because even though the Chinese guy was noticeably and, and like known to be motivated by his hatred of Taiwanese people, it's not getting any real coverage by the media. Where did it happen? Uh, somewhere in California, I think. Oh, the church one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I did hear. I did hear about that. I didn't know any of the details on who and what. Yeah, I, d- I didn't know it was uh, Chinese versus Taiwanese. The only thing I've seen is that uh, it was uh, Asian on Asian. It was a Presbyterian church. I did see that detail. Um, uh, do we introduce ourselves? It's Ian. Aria. And nobody. All right. So, uh, yeah, so that's in the news. And then the other shooting, which would be the uh, the big one over the weekend, where I think at least 10 people were killed. Maybe mm. it was Friday. It was Friday or Saturday. Uh, in in and around the uh, the Buffalo, New York area at a grocery store. Uh, so that person's manifesto has come out. There's also it's so hard to find though, and this is frustrating because I, I, I wanted, found it on 4chan. I was able to find it finally as well. Uh, I don't remember exactly now where I was able to find it at, but it. I, I noticed today as I was looking away. This this is my second attempt to find it. By the way, I noticed that news articles would mention it and then they would provide a link, but the link would go to something completely different. And and yeah, they, mainstream media will almost never link to that. No, stuff. but they they knew that you know if they were being honest journalists, they they would have to a link was expected of them because they were talking about the shooters manifesto. Well, or yeah, whatever. normally you so want to cite your yeah. sources. So, like mm-hmm. the weirdest one I saw was Daily Mail, who said you know something about it was stored on this. It was a Google Doc stored here, mm-hmm. and the blah, blah blah blah. And they linked the word Google, and if you clicked it, it went to their trending page of articles that they had written. That were about that the Daily Google. Mail did, yeah. Oh, so oh, wow. it, it was just a way of them having a link there in regard because so I imagine it most like it, right? I imagine most people seeing that they would just say, "Oh, okay, well, look, they're they're honest. They link to the manifesto." Nope. But no, it's just no. a link to their own website where they they list their most popular articles about Google, which no one would ever click in the first place. I, I can't believe such a thing existed. But this was common as I was looking for this manifesto of finding new sites that would. They would have a link in the very same sentence where they talked about the manifesto, and they would sort of make it look like it was to the manifesto, but when you click it, no, it was something completely different. Yeah, and that's, uh, I mean, it matters, these links. You have to read these things for yourself, because you've got Rolling Stone out there saying that this guy's, oh, he's just a mainstream Republican. Not at all. Uh, Yeah, I mean, from everything, I haven't found the manifesto yet, um, so I'm hoping one of you guys will send me a link. Yeah, it's on my profile. I mean, I I guess you can't use social media as a poster, but you can look at it, can't you? Uh, yeah, I can. Yeah, if you go to the uh, social.freetalklive.com, look at my posts. I posted a link to an IPFS download of it. So I'll do that. Basically, it can't be taken down because it's on IPFS. Uh, but, of course, the social media companies can take down the links. And the uh, in the case of the Google Docs version, Google banned the file. So anybody that had that uh, manifesto on Google Drive, if you try to access... So if you find a link that links to a Google Drive file... If you actually click on it, it says, 
oh, we're sorry, this violated our terms of service, so the file's not available. How did it violate? Mm-hmm. Oh, look. Community standards, most certainly, is what they're going to say. Okay, which is fair, but you you mean that the the documents that I create and upload to Google Doc... Google Docs, if they're racist or homophobic or whatever, they, they can just deleted. delete that document? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Why wouldn't they? I know, but... You're really surprised by that? <laughs> no, I'm not surprised. I just want to make make sure that's clear. That's clear. Yeah, they are definitely scanning your documents for mm-hmm. uh, all sorts of things. And I'm sure there's another category that doesn't necessarily get deleted, but a link gets sent to the FBI. Yeah. Probably the, true. To me, the most remarkable thing about this is that this manifesto, as it 180 were, pages, by Yes, the way. it's quite long. It was uploaded two days prior to the shooting. Oh, really? Yes. Where And he states within the first 10 pages exactly what gun he's going to use, yeah. exactly what his intentions are. He gives enough- Did he say where? He, didn't, he redacted okay. that. Okay. So presumably someone, I think there were probably enough contextual clues there. Someone, it was going to be within New York. Yeah. That much was well, obvious. Big place. He, well, yes. <laughs> but, you know, they also knew where he was from and mm-hmm. they knew the guy. He he identified himself in the document, pos- yeah. posted pictures of himself and everything saying, I'm about to go kill a bunch of people. Here's wow. the gun I'm going to use. And he had been... Um, investigated by that point already for threatening to shoot up a school or something like that. Right, when he was in high school. So he was already on law enforcement radar. How does someone in those circumstances who's already threatened to shoot up a place, who's getting increasingly radicalized on the internet, a word that he used, and mm-hmm. that's, that's another suspicious thing about this. He specifically points out, no one in person actually radicalized me. It was just people on the internet. He cited the... Uh the New Zealand thing, the shooting yeah. at the mosque from a few years ago, which was horrible, by the way, uh, that that also was live streamed by the shooter. And so was the shooting in Buffalo. Uh, he had a Twitch account, apparently, and did live stream the killing. I found a link to the IPS. Only the first two minutes of it. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Twitch. Twitch was Johnny. Johnny on the spot taking that down. I'm really? Told. They yeah. took it down while it was live. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. I had no idea about that. And that may be an issue for them. How the hell did the, well, then how did the video come out then? If Twitch took it down that quick, that wouldn't have given anybody time to snatch the file. Like if he was in the middle of streaming and they took that video Mm -hmm. down, the odds that somebody would have been running a screen capture on somebody live, live streaming is like pretty slim. I don't know. Maybe he was uh, streaming it to more than one place. Hmm. I uh, I did not watch it just because I watched the the one from uh, New Zealand or Christchurch where they went into the mosque just to just to see what what it was because it was the thing they didn't want you to see right it's like all right I'm gonna watch it and it was it was really rough I mean it was it's hard to watch that that kind of stuff so I I stayed away from uh, from this one I didn't watch the Christchurch one or this one mm-hmm. I, I can imagine how horrifying they really are. And, you know, it, it is true that the media doesn't want you to watch these things and all of that. And allegedly, for the same reason, they don't want you to find the manifesto. But the manifesto is not going to cause any trauma to people by reading it, right? Unless you're mm. really weak. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, watching a video of actual real people, you know, getting Being getting killed. shot in the head, yeah. that, that could traumatize a person. So it's, I it's understand awful. that. Uh, so that video, by the way, the uh, if you go to social.freetalklive.com, just look at my profile. The I didn't link to the video there. I just didn't. I, I didn't want to risk, you know, having my accounts taken down elsewhere because my social.freetalklive.com 
uh, is linked over to Twitter. In fact, I figured they would take me down just for posting the manifesto over on Twitter, but they haven't yet, okay. which I'm surprised about. Um, so that is still there. Last time I checked, if you want to see this crazy 180-page rambling uh, mess, which is always, you know, if your manifesto is more than a couple pages long, you're probably a crazy rambler, and that's what happened here. He's definitely a racist. I did not read it in great detail, but I did skim through it and uh, picked out some interesting points. He is um, not against socialism. He he does like a little Q and A about himself. I in saw the yeah beginning portion. That's within the first ten or so pages where he he asks himself a stupid question. And then he points out that it's a stupid question and calls himself an idiot Weird. for asking that stupid question. It's very—it's a very peculiar mindset. Well, it's like he's trying to, to think up the questions media might ask him or might want to know about him or people might, might want to know about him. And so he addresses whether he's left-wing or right-wing, and he claims not to be either. Uh, he addresses wh- whether he is a socialist, and he doesn't say he's not. He says it depends, and then goes off on you know some ramble about... When he supports worker-owned businesses and you know the, the rising up to take over the means of production or whatever, I think if I recall correctly, what he meant by that, or what he ended up saying, was that he supports socialism if it's white people. Oh, really? Yeah. If if it's white people who own the means of productions, and he's okay with it. So, uh, and then later he attacks cryptocurrency explicitly. Well, and, because people who aren't white can have it, right? And, yeah, I presume. <laughs> I don't know if that's the reason he gave, but I did look at that paragraph. He's very much against crypto. I don't think. I think it was just he just didn't trust it. And then uh, he's also explicitly anti-free market. There's a, there's a paragraph about that as well. Uh, there's more coming up here, but apparently Twitch might be in some hot water over taking down that stream. And Aria, you've got a story about that coming out of Texas. It's coming up on Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. The phones are open here. You can join us. We're talking about the psychopath who shot at least 10 people to death in the Buffalo, New York area over the weekend. And uh, A the, seriously unhinged individual. Obviously. Um, and then he's got a 180-page manifesto that, of course, as usual, the mainstream media is covering up. So they can just say whatever they want about this manifesto, and there's very difficult for the average person to go and find this i had to go and specifically search 4chan uh which of course i don't think has its own site search feature you have to kind of use an index like google or another search engine to search through the site itself so you kind of have to know how to search a site that doesn't have a search feature and uh, so i was able to find it that way Uh, that's ian nobody and aria in the studio here tonight and I'm surprised yes. the Google link was up to it. Yeah, it was still there. Mm. Uh, but uh, yes, it is definitely a racist manifesto. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, uh, and, and that's hor- that's you know bad, but that's not any reason to prevent people from being able to see it. And, and we say that you know it's hard for the average person to find it. I, I can't imagine there's any secret network of information that journalists can can call up to to get access to it as well. So I would imagine, in reality, most of these journalists writing about it have never seen the thing. That's a good point. They're probably reporting on what other people reported on it. 
Yeah, they probably have no idea what's in it. They they certainly have not bothered to read it for themselves or not to read all 180 pages themselves. No, and it's not necessary to read all 180 pages to get a feel for what this guy believes. I mean, there's a lot of it is just him talking in detail about the equipment that he has purchased over the years and intended to use during the attack. There's a huge chunk of it that's, that's de- uh, dedicated to that. In the beginning, there is, however, a question and answer where he asks questions that he believes that people will want to know about him. Yeah, you'd, it's obviously a sign of mental health when you do a question and answer with yourself. <laughs> are you schizophrenic? No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Shut up or you get us both in trouble. <laughs> he, he asks uh, the question here, uh, are you a conservative? And he says, no, conservatism is corporatism in disguise and he wants no part of it. He goes on to ask, are you right wing? He says, depending on the definition, sure. Are you left wing? Depending on the definition, sure. Are you socialist? Depending on the definition. He says, worker ownership of the means of production, it depends on who those workers are. And as Arya suggested, he probably means white people Mm. in that case. Their intentions and who currently owns the means of production, their intentions and who currently owns the state and their intentions. So... He wants to have an ethno-state. He does say earlier on here that he is a uh, self-described, I believe the term was ethno-nationalist. And so that's what he wants. He wants people who are of different colors to locate themselves in different locations. And ultimately, uh, that's his goal. Of course, I, I guess he believes he's going to further that goal by murdering people. But that's what he says here. Yeah, I always wonder what these guys think they're going to accomplish. I mean, he's certainly not going to change the the demographics by, uh, you know, uh, adding or removing 10 people. Yeah, I mean, he went into one of the most black portions of upstate New York, apparently. Like, he specifically mm-hmm. picked a place that doesn't have that many white people, apparently, to go and attack people, even though at the same time he's saying... Black should move separately and white should move separately. I think what, based on what I read in, in here, he actually wants them to go to Africa. So it's not it's not enough that they've located, you know, a group of black people has located themselves together in New York State. That's not far enough away for this guy. So he wants everybody to go to completely different continents. Wow. Yeah. Uh, he goes on here, and there was one other part that I thought was interest, interesting to share. Oh, he explicitly exempts police from any kind of responsibility here, and uh, he, he says he specifically is not going to target the police. He says, although modern police officers exist, exist to serve the quote-unquote elite, many of them are of decent character, and it would make me very upset if I killed one. He does say it's a possibility, though. A retired one. Did he really? Oh, he's the guard at the yeah, store, the right? Yeah, the security guard was a retired cop. Interesting. That's so, probably the least upsetting of the deaths. <laughs> well, I mean, a security guard is doing private work. I'm not saying it's not upsetting. Yeah. Well, former cop, though. Well, I mean, it's some just people the least did bad upsetting. things in the past, and they should have the ability to repent their sins and, and make right. Sure. Anyway. But he retired. He didn't necessarily do that. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I you know I don't I don't glorify any anybody's death in this in this circumstance. It's absolutely horrible for. No, I'm not glorifying. It. I'm just saying that's. I'm not saying you that's are. That's the least of the. I mean, they're all sad, but yeah. on a scale of one to ten, one of them has to be the least sad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and this would be that one. 
so Arya, you had a story that was related to this, specifically about what Twitch did. Now, it was said that one of y'all said they took it down after, I think it was you, nobody, they took it down. Yeah, that uh, that's from a secondhand report. Within like a couple minutes. And as Jesus the Cynic, who's watching us on Twitch tonight, points out in the chat room, he reminded me that they do have the, the clip system on Twitch, which basically allows any user to hit a button and start recording the thing. But again, still, that only keeps the clip on Twitch. And so if Twitch wanted to wipe somebody's channel, they would obviously wipe all the clips at the same time as as wiping. But I guess, you know, a lot of people have screen recorders on their phones and such, so it probably isn't as... It's not as difficult as it once was to record something off your screen. Bonnie does it all the time with, with her cell phone. Doing it with the cell phone is a little trickier, in my opinion, at least. I, she seems to be quite good at it. Maybe it's easier with an iPhone than it is with uh, with Android. I don't know. Could be. I so don't. I, I don't know how the details of you know how this how the video actually got released into the world. I don't know how that played out. But yeah. according to Tech Dirt, as you've no doubt heard, on Saturday there was yet another horrific shooting. I, I don't know about yet another. I think this is the first time I've heard about a horrific shooting this year. Killing 10 people and wounding more from all current evidence, the shooter, a teenager, was a brainwashed white nationalist spewing nonsense and hate in a long manifesto that repeated bigoted propaganda found in darker corners of the Internet and on Fox News evening shows. It says that? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. No, but these these guys are are lefties, apparently. He also streamed the shooting rampage live on Twitch and apparently communicated some of his plans via Discord and 4chan. Mm. See, 4chan, I don't know what to do about 4chan. It's just a nightmarish cesspool of toxic well, behavior. I'm and toxic glad it's people. there. You don't do anything about it. You go there when you need something that's unusual <laughs> and then you don't have to spend any other time there. I mean, I love it. But anytime we talk about a, a mass shooter who's motivated by racial things like this, like the oh, Christchurch it. guy, it's all yeah. 4chan is always involved. Man. That's why I knew I could find it there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I was striking out looking at mainstream media just as you were. And I thought, OK, well, I know where I can find it. And then I went and I looked and it didn't take me more than a few threads and then control F to uh, to find the links. Twitch quickly took down this Twitch quickly took down the stream, and Discord is apparently investigating. All of this is horrible, of course, but it seems worth noting that it's quite possible Twitch's removal could violate Texas's ridiculously screwed up social media law. We'll talk about that coming up here, and you can share your thoughts. Also, on the way, apparently the United States hasn't had enough of invasions, and they are now planning to invade Somalia again. Isn't that special? They didn't learn their lesson the first time. We'll uh, get into that coming up here as well. You can share your thoughts at 603-283-6160. It's Free Talk Live. Do you feel like your country no longer holds your values? Have you dreamt of a place where liberty-minded people can come together and leave government overreach behind? There are many people just like you that are discovering FreePrivateCities.com. They start at FreePrivateCities.com and connect via the social media links shown there. All skills will be needed when the first of the Free Private Cities open. It's sooner than you think. Stop arguing and build FreePrivateCities.com. FreePrivateCities.com. Talk live. You can join us here. The number is 603 283 6160. 
603-283-6160. Here tonight, it's Ian. Oh, yeah. Nobody. We're talking about the uh, manifesto and the shooter, the individual who, I don't even know what his name is offhand, doesn't really matter, the guy that killed uh, 10 people in Buffalo at a grocery store not too long ago. Uh, we've got his 180-page manifesto that the mainstream media definitely does not want people seeing. And that's not, this isn't unusual. They always hide this stuff. They, mm-hmm. they never want you to know. But see, that just makes me think there's something in it worth reading. Well, the, the truth uh, of what this person actually believed is is what you know is worth. So you can but compare. But from what I've seen, what the mainstream media is saying, uh, it says they're they're being honest about it. They're being honest about. Well, not if they well, not except if, for the Rolling Stone. The Rolling yep. Stone's lying through their teeth. Not okay. if they call him a right wing conservative. I mean, this guy basically comes right out and says he's a socialist in here. Well, he calls himself a national socialist. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. Socialist nonetheless. A populist, fascist, socialist, I think, is... He contradicts himself a few times, I, I would argue. But you, you'd sort of expect that sort of thing from a, from a lunatic who's preparing to go on a killing spree. Yeah, the, the word mm. populist, that's where... Uh, he, yeah, okay, so here, he, under the question on page 10, uh, what are your views? I would prefer to call myself a populist, but you can call me an ethno-nationalist, eco-fascist... National Socialist, if you want, and I wouldn't disagree with you. Now, I'm still early on in this crazy manifesto, but does he does he talk about the environment or? He co- I think he does at one point. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember what he says about it, but so this guy's all over the place. But he's definitely an authoritarian. Oh yeah, uh, and in fact, he even gets into where he scores on like a political chart or something like that. Uh, he in included here. his Meyer Briggs test results as Did he? well. Yeah, he, it's completely wow. nutty individual, man. And, and like his Facebook profile, Facebook uh, I bet that's profile pictures. Now. That's the other thing. Facebook always takes down the profile. YouTube always takes down the channel. Twitch takes down uh, his video. Probably took down his whole channel. That's always how this happens. The mainstream media and corporate big tech comes in there and they wipe the slate as clean as possible, so no one can actually learn what this person is about. Remember the train shooting in. New York City a few weeks ago or a couple months oh, ago. That's the right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The black guy, alleged black guy. I don't know if they convicted him of anything yet. The really they, weird one, right? A lot of these guys are really weird. But no, I mean, the the shooting itself was really weird. It was weird. Yeah, there was some strange something about the about place it. being filled with smoke and people not running and then people coming back to take more videos or whatever. Yeah, there was an interesting conspiracy theory that you know the whole thing was a setup. And of course, people are saying the same thing about this guy that oh, he's obviously you know an FBI plant. No, he's a, he's a Manchurian candidate. Manchurian, could, could I don't know which it is. Manchurian candidate. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of those, right? He, he's a sleeper agent. He, he got activated well with some CIA code word, and I don't know what that code word was. Or maybe the FBI radicalized him and you know set him up, basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's been happening quite or a lot. Maybe it was an FBI terror plot that they failed to foil. Could be. Um, some, you know, they set up a lot of terror plots. Well, I think Arya made a good point on social media earlier today. They're too busy uh, spending time investigating Bitcoin people yeah. to bother with, you know, the insane uh, yeah. racist murderers. I mean, if we're going to have an FBI, and I don't want to have an FBI or right. any sort of police system, but if we're going to have an FBI, wouldn't you think that that agency should be focused on finding people who are, you know, 
planning killing sprees and are acquiring weapons and posting racist manifestos in further furtherance of said killing sprees. Wouldn't you want the FBI targeting that kind of thing and investigating it and maybe potentially preventing it? Nah, they're too busy with round-the-clock surveillance on the Free Talk Live studios. <laughs> they certainly seem to be. I mean, maybe if some of those resources that were used to, you know, watch us for the last five years or however long it's been they're were instead watching. being used to investigate people who, you know, want to harm other people, they could have done something about this. It's just like the Governor Whitmer thing, right? Where they, they expend countless resources con- creating this plot to kidnap a governor with these with these stoners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How do they not have anything better to do with their time? And this is why they don't have anything better to do with their time. Because they're too busy ignoring stuff like this in order to pursue people like potheads who wanna who are anti government. Yeah. It's crazy. And can be talked into some kind of weird thing that they never would have done by themselves otherwise yeah yeah you know without the fbi to crystallize the effort and direct it you know those guys in michigan would have just sat around smoked weed and go and said i hate that chick you know that had been the end of it so Uh, we're talking now about this twitch thing right because evidently texas passed this law something about social media companies not being allowed to take down content that they disagreed with or something like that. Uh, I don't know the details of the law. It was apparently, Mm -hmm. it declares social media platforms as, quote, common carriers. And this was a big part of the hearing on Monday. It doesn't specify what hearing they're talking about. Apparently, there was some hearing Monday in Texas on the matter. Oh, that's today. Even though it's not at all clear what that actually means and whether or not a state can just magically declare a website a common carrier. But it's mainly yeah, weird. Isn't a common carrier like a phone company, um, basically? Well, a common carrier generally understood. I mean, I think the post office would be called a common carrier uh-huh. as, as well. Uh, generally, the way I would interpret that is more or less to say that they're supposed to be there for everybody. and That, that they don't discriminate against somebody's viewpoint, that if exactly. somebody picks up a phone on the uh, telephone system, they'll be able to make the call, uh, that kind of thing. Yeah, right? and and my understanding of the, of the law in Texas is that it, it basically uh, prohibits viewpoint discrimination. So basically, uh, specifically political viewpoint discrimination. So basically what it's aimed at is not allowing companies like Twitter to rig elections mm. by uh, participating in the cover-up of things like the Hunter Biden laptop, um, which they did. And sure did, uh, yeah. I don't agree with a legislative solution, of course. I, d- uh, I don't this, either, but... The- but this is a conservative thing that they've been pushing for. I remember when Chris Cantwell... Uh, was was pushing for this, and he is also, by the way, a racist. I'm surprised. I, I wonder if I wonder if his name appears anywhere in the the 180 pages. I'm but. intending to read the entire thing and to take. <laughs> Like seriously, and it's 180 pages. That, that that's an afternoon. The only reason it oh, did, God. the only reason it didn't take me, I didn't finish it today, was because after about page eight, I was like, no, I should be taking notes as I read this thing. It's mm. not in there. I just searched for it. Okay, yeah, it's not there. Mm. But anyway, so Cantwell and these others on the far right have been advocating for government control over social media. And well, because they think 
then it will somehow benefit them and protect their species. They're short-sighted. They don't yeah. realize that You're opening Pandora's box. Yeah, they don't realize that. But, I mean, if they, if they were capable of understanding the ideas of liberty and how a government doing something one day to protect you is going to be used against you the next day, then they would be libertarians and yeah, not Nazis. Not conservatives. Mm. But this, this law is mainly weird because it doesn't really seem to mean anything under Texas law. The law could have been written entirely without declaring them to be common carriers, and I'm not sure how it would matter. Uh, to a certain extent, it makes sense. You don't want your... UPS to be able to say, oh, no, we're not delivering packages to you. Mm-hmm. you you're, you're that trans anarchist that lives, that lives in New Hampshire. No, we're not delivering your stuff. So you wouldn't want your common carriers to be able to discriminate. But again, if we had actual competition, that wouldn't really be an issue because mm-hmm. I could just find someone who was, okay, well, screw you then. I'll use FedEx or whatever. Sure. But this law applies to, quote, social media platforms that have more than 50 million U.S. monthly average users based on... Someone's counting. It doesn't specify who's counting the number of average users. It certainly isn't Congress. And it limits it to websites where the primary purpose is users posting content to the site, not ones where things like comments and such are a secondary feature. So they, they bother to define what they consider to be a social media company. Yeah. So basically, if you run a news site, you're not bound by this thing. How can they bind anyone to this unless their servers are based in Texas as well? There's more coming up here. It's Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. Phone's open. You can join us here at 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Coming up, the uh, re-invasion by the United States military to Somalia. Because it worked out so well the first, the first time. time around. Yeah. What was that, in the ni- 1990s, I think? Yeah, right. I think so. It was under Clinton. Uh, That's right. You, they got their butt whipped, yeah. if I recall, right? Uh, run out of there. And then they ran the whole government out, I think. Or the, before that, I think they run the whole government out. Anyway. I don't want to see a war, but I, I won't be upset to have a new response to it. To people when they say, well, if you love anarchy so much, just move to Somalia. Or whatever. Yeah, well, yeah, they love the, saying that. The U.S. government kind of invaded it. So Again, it's, yeah. yeah. And the Somalia has sort of been this area in which the U.N. has been trying to enforce a government there for many years. Yeah, there's, there's been constant. The issue with Somalia mm. is that there's constant civil war. That there are constantly governments competing with one another right, to be to the over. only government. It's, it's not a matter of there being no government. There are too many governments, and they're arguing with each other about which one is actually in charge. I don't want to get too deep into it because that's still to come here tonight. Sure. We are in the midst of talking about Texas right now, where apparently they passed some sort sort of uh, social media restriction or law that is saying that Twitch, which is a video streaming website, primarily it's for people that are streaming video game content, although we have a Twitch channel and we're on there right now, so it's not always that, but that's mostly what they do. Uh, Apparently this guy, the shooter from Buffalo over the weekend, streamed it live on his Twitch channel. Twitch took down the video, as you would expect a major big tech mainstream corporation to do. Or anybody. I I mean, most <laughs> people probably would, but I'm of the belief that these things should be left up so people can see for themselves what it is that this person did, how awful it actually was. If they're willing to go and watch mm-hmm. this thing, which I was not. I was given a link to it, and I I wasn't willing to go and see it. Um, because I've seen things like this before, and once you've seen one of them, you've kind of seen enough. 
but I think you know for not not to glorify or anything like that, mm. but just to to see what actually transpired and not have to rely on somebody else's interpretation or somebody else's report about it. And that's why we, for years on Free Talk Live, we played the ISIS videos on the air here. Um, mm. Simply because, and it was also very hard to find those. You had to really look uh, oh, online sure. to, to find those Were things. those the super produced ones that looked like they were the Hollywood on, green, stuff? on green screens? That and the lesser produced ones as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of them. Uh, the propaganda ones with John Cantley, who was the British photographer that had been captured over there, and then they turned him into their spokesperson mm. for a few years just to play out what it was that they had to say. The same reason that, you know, you go to RT.com, Russia Today, when you want to see what their side of the story is. Whenever the, the mainstream is trying to keep something away from you, to me, it makes me want to go see it more, right? Like when they yeah. ban a book, all right, why are they banning this book? Mm-hmm. Uh, when they ban read a, it and find out. Right. When they ban a website, why are they banning this website? And similarly, and it's not to say that I don't, I, I certainly don't agree with this person. This person's mm-hmm. a lunatic. There's, they're a self-described national socialist, basically. Well, the term they use is populist. And eco-fascist. And the, and yeah, eco-fascist. So the reason the article got a little confusing a moment ago turned out to be because I, I clicked a link to find out why they said the they covered the this website texture they they covered this um article uh, the the law uh, like a year ago when mm-hmm. it first released so that was the Monday they're referring to as the hearing for the actual law okay so honestly the only thing that might save the two companies. That's Discord and Twitch. Beyond the fact that it's unlikely someone would go to court over this, is that both Twitch and Discord might be just ever so slightly below the 50 million average monthly U.S. users required to trigger the law. Huh. But that's not entirely clear. Also because there are reasons other than political content for taking the video down. I mean, there's a lot of places that won't um let you view for example an x-rated movie not because sure. of political content but because graphic sex well, well they, they cover the that same point reason, here a lot of places don't like graphic violence right you can have a video game on twitch that is in- incredibly graphically violent but right. if you actually have real violence then that's against their terms of service the texas yeah. law specifically pro that they let me continue on because they address that point. Okay. Focusing on Twitch, taking down the streamer's account might violate the law. Remember that the law says that you cannot censor based on viewpoint. And anyone in the state of Texas can bring a lawsuit claiming they were deprived of content based on viewpoint. Some will argue back that a live stream of a killing spree isn't about viewpoint. No. But remember, this idiot teenager made it clear he was doing this as part of his political views. Did he do that in the video? Either way, it's a ridiculous argument that, oh, well, just because you say a political thing before you blast somebody's head in. Uh, Not necessarily, yeah. because this is this is what the Texas legislature wanted, right? One of the amendments that was proposed said the law would not block the removal of content that, quote, directly or indirectly promotes or supports any international or domestic terrorist group or any international or domestic terrorist acts. And the legislature voted down that amendment. So they specifically made it so that this law, where they couldn't delete content, applied to acts of domestic terrorism. Ah, promotion of domestic terrorism. That's Or any international or domestic terrorist acts. I don't know. I 
it would be interesting to see. I mean, see I just how read it. They, they specifically out. said that the, you, know, the, you can't block removal of content because of because it's domestic terrorism. Because it's promotion of domestic terrorism. Directly or indirectly promotes or supports any international or domestic terrorist group or any international or domestic terrorist acts. Yeah, I, I don't know if that would apply. Like, like I say, it would be interesting to see how that played out in court. I don't know if that would apply to actual footage. Um, I mean, would it apply to a, uh, to, for example, to a porn video where somebody was, you know, chanting political slogans right. while having... F. Joe Biden. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't uh, either, and no one's ever going to, to take it play out in court. Yeah, well, no one's ever going to take it to court, so it doesn't matter. No one's going so to it requires sue an aggrieved. It, it requires an aggrieved person to sue Twitch in in Texas state court and say that you deprived me. Basically. That seems to be the case. Yes, mm-hmm. and due to the way the law is structured, it's not just those who were moderated who can sue, but anyone who feels that their ability to receive the expression of another person was denied over the viewpoint of the speaker. So it's all very confusing, but anyone could basically say, I wanted to watch this video and you removed it because he's a white nationalist who supports killing people. Yeah, I, I think that this whole law uh, is probably... I think probably... this article is probably a stretch. I think I think nobody's probably right about that. And that I I think this the people who wrote this, they have it out for this particular law. And well, so they I, I do this... too. I, I think the law should be overturned. I think that if if someone were if Twitch were to challenge this law, I think they would they would prevail uh, because they would simply argue they're not a common carrier. Okay, y'all can claim that we are, but it's a private website. Twitch is a website that can set its own rules, as bad as they are, as stupid as they are. And I got my disagreements with the Twitch. I mean, we've we've been banned off of Twitch before. It's oh, been yeah. a long time, uh, but I think it only happened once in the past. But it was... You're uh, welcome. What the hell was it? Was it Topless Tuesday? <laughs> no, it was Aria it Uncensored. It was Topless Aria. That's right. That's right. Uh, and so they've got some stupid, inconsistently applied, confusing rules. This but- year we've been... Or last year and presumably this year we were waiting to see if we were going to get suspended again because of Topless Tuesdays being a thing. Mm-hmm. Were it's- Topless Tuesdays a thing this year? Uh, last, last year they were. They're about to become a thing again. I yeah, think. I, I will be really? shocked if Conan enters the studio tomorrow wearing a shirt. Yeah. So. As soon as it gets warm enough, Conan <laughs> takes his top off, and then it's Topless Tuesdays, and we're all in on it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting. Eventually, I think if you know, if enough people report it, they will do something about it. It'll be interesting to see how Twitch comes down on it, considering they, they have suspended us in the past yeah. for having me topless on the show. So, they've got some dumb uh, policies and viewpoints there, but you know what? They don't. They're not obligated to provide you with streaming services. Streaming costs bandwidth. It costs you know technical uh, know-how, and the, it's not owed to you. The ads on Twitch are unbelievable. Seriously, people find a different platform that doesn't make you sit through a mandatory, unskippable, thirty-second-long ad bad? just to start watching the stream that you're trying to watch. Check out Odyssey. Go to video.freetalklive.com, and that'll take you right to our Odyssey channel. Which, there have been some technical difficulties, uh, I guess, with streaming recently there. Hopefully it's all fixed up. Last two nights there might have been some audio trouble. Uh, but, you know, if we're not on Odyssey for whatever reason, we do exist on these other platforms. Does DLive throw ads in yet? I don't think they ever did. I don't think so. I don't so. think DLive ever put, put ads in there. So we got a whole list of them. YouTube also doesn't, surprisingly. They do not throw in ads. 
Oh, on, on just the lives, you mean? Yeah. Okay. Uh, of course, it's also the least reliable platform because they take us down more often than, than anyone else. So the number here is 603-283-6160. You know, if you don't like their streaming platform, you can start your own. There is software for that out there. More coming up. It's Free Talk Live. Hour 2's next. Free Talk Live's video archives have been on Library for years. Library is an uncensorable, decentralized, blockchain-based media sharing protocol, and we're big fans of it here on Free Talk Live. In 2020, Library launched Odyssey, a video sharing website to compete with YouTube, and it's really taking off, now with over 1 million channels, many of whom are disaffected YouTube creators. During YouTube's crackdown for not towing the government line on COVID, the Free Talk Live YouTube channel started receiving strikes and could be completely taken down at any moment. Thankfully, Odyssey started offering live streaming, so we're now streaming live every night and posting our video archives permanently to Odyssey. You can watch live or anytime on our Odyssey channel by visiting video.freetalklive.com. If you want to go all in, download the desktop app at lbry.com, and then every video archive you watch, you'll help seed and keep it online forever. At minimum, we ask you visit video.freetalklive.com and follow us on Odyssey today. Video.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live. We're kicking off the second hour of the program. Coming up, we'll get into the invasion again of Somalia. Uh, the United States is at it again. We'll tell you more about that coming up here. We've been discussing the shooter. One of There's a, more than one, apparently, in the United States over the last weekend. Uh, but specifically the, the one that was the uh, racist attack in Buffalo, the Buffalo area of New York, with at least 10 people shot to death. Well, they're always concerned about copycats, right? That That's one of the big things that they use as the excuse for taking these down off of streaming services and making the videos unavailable because if people get famous or whatever, then they'll have to deal with copycats. But as far as I can see, I mean, sure, this more, this recent guy, I forget what his name is, he did cite the Christchurch shooter as, you know, an inspiration, but that was, what, three, four years ago? Seems like it, yeah, a few years. I mean, that, that, there's mm. plenty of time there where... And I don't know his name either. I, I don't either. He, th- Who cares? This guy could have been de-radicalized, though. Which it's guy? Kind of, the, uh, the, the one who the just... The current guy? Yeah. He had three to four years, I don't remember exactly how long, during which he could have, you know, returned to normalcy and not been inspired by the... This was bowl cut guy, right? The Christchurch shooter? No, you're thinking of Dylan Roof, who shot up a church in South Carolina. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, also, there, there are one of so these many, guys. Yeah. One of these white nationalists mm-hmm. who just goes crazy because they spent too much time on 4chan. And they forget how to tell the difference between reality and 4chan. Hmm. Uh, So I do want to mention here that the video is available to view on Odyssey. That's surprising. uh, So I feel like that it's not that much of a surprise. Although I was curious. Because Odyssey does have the ability to take down at least access to a video. If you use lbry.com and upload a video to that... Is technically uncensorable. They cannot delete something that you put on that sy- that system and that you are hosting yourself from your own uh, mm. computer because it's you know a decentralized media sharing protocol. Right. Odyssey, on the other hand, while it was built on top of Library, 
does have centralized servers that they serve videos from, and they are essentially a uh, you know a, a, a platform built on that protocol to some extent. And so, because they control their platform, they can hit an off switch and make your video not viewable on their service. So the question was, were they going to do that? I mean, they do have terms, and I, I would assume that those terms include you know no pornography, no illegal they content. They do include no pornography. And I believe there's there's something in there about acts of violence. I, I don't have it pulled up in front of me right now, but the, they posted something yesterday on their At Odyssey team official channel on Twitter. And it says this, murdering people on live stream does not equal freedom of expression slash speech. And I thought, when I read that, I thought, oh my God, is Odyssey going to take this video down if somebody uploads to it? And at the very least, they do not appear to have. Uh, I went and I typed in this person's name. I found their name and I, uh, I typed it in on odyssey.com. If you, can go, you can go to video.freetalklive.com. We've got an Odyssey channel. We're streaming live there right now. Uh, but I typed in his name and it was the first result uh, that came up. I agree. So it's that, you know, it's, it's not a matter of free speech at all. Uh, however, it... There is a larger issue here. That's not the only consideration. Does the public have a right to know about this and to know about the details of it, right? I think they yeah, do. Yeah, it's not the shooter's right to free speech that I'm concerned about. Right. It's the right of people to know why this happened. What kind of, exactly what kind of screwball does this kind of stupid stuff? Well, see, that's where it gets murky, though, because that. That means that they have to, if they to respect our rights, they now have to host this content whether they want to or not. So that starts to run afoul of their rights. Um, and I imagine they would say, well, you know... You- I wouldn't say they have to. I would say they would be well advised to because it's in the public interest for people to know what screwballs like us say mm-hmm. um as well you know we're 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 a completely different kind of screwball but you know we're some people find what we have to say relevant you it know? is in there by the way i did just pull up the odyssey uh community guidelines and on a lot of websites this just goes on for pages and pages it's relatively short and sweet no. I imagine there's just like a paragraph, right? No, no, it's it's a couple pages. Okay, um, but uh, it's it's pretty short, and they do have the ability to remove certain things here, right? So uh, they, they, that includes uh, they want to make sure that you don't dox individuals. Uh, they That's don't want you to use Odyssey for illegal activities. No, they they don't want you to, or they will prevent you from being able to do so well these are community guidelines okay so whether or not they're going to enforce these community guidelines is completely up to odyssey uh they talk about here that the content or posts that incite ha- uh, hatred or violence toward a particular group of persons and then they talk about ethnicity disability race uh, nationality race gender religion sexual orientation social class gender identity they say quote we don't care about what you publish live stream content or include in channel descriptions for the most part but we don't allow the following and then the, what i just listed off uh, they don't allow content or posts that promote terrorism criminal activity or credibly calls for violence but that's um, exactly it he wasn't calling for violence and he wasn't promoting well there's more violence uh, they don't allow excessive bullying of persons not well known this was the definitely excessive bullying 
There's more. And they don't allow content uploaded with the intent to shame, deceive, or insult a minor, pornographic material, animal abuse, and torture, gore, or violence, as well as self-harm content and copyright infringing material. So that's their cover your ass. That's their list of things that they officially say they can get rid of. But this video uh, was posted yesterday. So it has been on the website for more than 24 hours, far longer then it would be allowed if you were, let's say, to upload it uh, tonight to YouTube. You know they've got mm. uh, technology that identifies videos as banned. Right? They can tell within a frame or two or whatever that it's the same Probably video. Pretty quick, yeah. Yeah, and then it's gone. It doesn't even get posted. Uh, but this has been there since sometime yesterday and is on a channel called Censored News Now with now 640 views. So it'll be interesting to keep an eye on this and see if the video stays. It would it be interesting to know how they got it, too, because, you know, your comments about Twitch are not off base. If Twitch took it down, where else was it streamed? You know, how did somebody get it? It. So what I'm seeing here, again, I, I made a point of not watching this video, but it is, as you suggested, nobody, unless this particular video has cut the, the footage, uh, the actual content from the grocery store lasts less than a minute. So that suggests, oh, that, oh, suggests okay. that somebody clipped it from Twitch. Gotcha. That our, our chatter was correct earlier, because I believe the clip limit on Twitch is a one-minute limit. You cannot clip a video. They have clicks and they have that. highlights. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I think highlights are longer, if I remember correctly. But it's still just stored on Twitch. Right. Yeah. I mean, maybe there's a way to download clips. I, I don't know. I. I mean, I'm there's a way to download enough. Twitch videos, yeah. certainly. So if uh, you're doing screen capture, then then you can get you the know, whole thing. You can definitely download. You know, there may but be like, people who uh, who use screen capture the way other people use uh, dash cam videos, where they just leave it on all the time, just in case. Could be. See, that's um, the part that I have a hard time believing because. Like the studio computer here is set up for it. My my computer is set up for it. Like if I if I stumbled across a live stream or something, I was oh my god, I need to you know screen record this. Mm-hmm. I could have it happening within you know twenty seconds, and so could the computer here. But I can't right. imagine most people are set up like that. That's resource. Well, it doesn't have to be most people. It can be one person. That's true. Yeah, well, I, and and again, the problem with these companies taking down these profiles. Because I suspect they took his whole channel down, right? Like every yeah. video he's ever streamed, if he had more than one, uh, it's probably all gone. Because that's how YouTube does it. That's how all, all these Facebook they don't just take down your offending posts when when somebody has committed an act like this. They take the whole profile down, mm-hmm. so no one is able to go and see. Well, what did he say two months ago? What did he say? You know, when he first started the channel, what? How many viewers does this guy have? We don't know anything about that because we can't go and do our own research. We have to rely on the mainstream media and what they tell us. And, of course, that's mostly BS. Uh, There's more coming up here. You can join us at 603-283-6160 and bring up whatever is on your mind here. we got uh, the Somalia story coming up. is free talk live you can bring up anything that you want here the number is 603-283-6160 that's 603-283-6160 in the studio tonight it's ian nobody and are you we're talking about mainstream media censorship 
of crazy people. And I get the whole point of, hey, you don't want to glorify what this person does. You don't want to give them, if they're looking for that 15 minutes of fame, you don't want to give them that, right? Like if this guy was looking to um, make a name for himself and be remembered, like, you know, that like have a, some sort of name, killer name, like uh, what's one of the classic killers? Uh, Jack the there? Ripper. Jack the Ripper. That's a, that's a really old one, but... The Zodiac Killer. Zodiac. That's a more recent one. Yeah, thank you. I, Wasn't that Ted Cruz? Draw, <laughs> there's a theory. Uh, yeah, I was drawing a blank, so thank you. Thank you for that. And so I, I get that whole point. It's like, yeah, okay, well, we don't want this kid to get more attention than, than is necessary, but they're still you know, putting his name all over the media. His photo, photograph. Yeah, but and, his name... It's so weird that it, I've seen his name repeatedly. I'm reading the dude's manifesto. I don't know what his name was. I it, couldn't remember it either. It was Peyton it something. It's, and it, it's Peyton Gendron. Peyton Gendron? Yeah, Gendron. <laughs> are, you, are you misgendering the, pay, the Peyton? I, I don't know. I, Peyton is a female name typically, right? It's not usually a male name. It's not really a first name, is it? It is, yeah. Is it? Yeah, yeah, I've seen it as a female first name. Yeah. Uh, but in this case, it, it wasn't spelled the way he spelled it. It definitely looks more like a male spelling. Anyway, P-A-Y-T-O-N. If you search for him, you're going to find a ton of news stories. So it's not like he's not getting coverage. It's not like there's not every mainstream media organization isn't talking about him. They are. So he's getting plenty of coverage. Why shouldn't we be able to see what he actually has to say? What kind of crazy is this person? And why should we believe what the mainstream media says? They're saying he's some sort of right winger while he says he's a socialist. The source for me to find out, the, to find the manifest, I, I believe it came from what was ultimately, essentially, the Daily Stormer or whatever they're called, the Stormfront. Oh, God. It, it wasn't Stormfront, but it was like it. It was some sort of white nationalist website. That was where someone finally found the manifesto for me to- Are they proud of this? I mean, do they think this advances their cause no, somehow? They, no, the, the part that you know was shown to me was like, hey, look, uh, we don't actually agree with a lot of this, but you know, here it is, and we think it's important to archive it mm-hmm. and to make sure that it's available. Like, man, I'm- That's kind of embarrassing. They said what we said. I, yeah, I, <laughs> I'm relying on Nazis here to provide me with information. And the fact that I can even say it's like that being a reporter in the Ukraine, mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it means something in this apparatus we call the United States social system has failed spectacularly because I have to get my information from Nazis. Oh, speaking of Ukraine and the Nazis, the graphic do, this dude uses at the front of his 180 yep. page <laughs> manifesto is the very same graphic the Azov Battalion uses. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. Yeah. It looks like Have a bunch of lightning seen... bolts coming out from a uh, center. Yeah, basically. I've I've actually seen that. I also saw a bunch of uh, images of Ukrainians hailing Hitler. Um, oh, really? Yeah, there was a sports team or a, a sports ball game of some sort where there were like two sections and one would stand up and sig heil and then the other one would stand up and sig wow. heil. And then there was another thing where they had uh, this woman who, who won a songwriting contest of some sort doing the Nazi salute. 
um, who Ukraine. was again a, a Ukrainian, and I was really surprised to wow. to see that. I guess I don't know. I guess my uh, it, it's like when somebody says, you know, there's a monster on, under the bed. You know, I don't expect to really find a there. monster under the bed because you know it's who would want to be a monster. Putin did say that, you know, the, there are Nazis everywhere in Ukraine, and that was the whole justification he gave for you know, doing to that. to denazify Ukraine is what he yeah. said. Yeah. Although it's a different brand of Nazi. I guess the people they really hate are Russian speakers. Hmm. Um, I bet they would hate uh, blacks and Jews as well if you brought them in, but I, I don't tends know. tends to be a Nazi thing. At least this guy certainly does. Yeah. Um, so and he, he speaks out against Jewish people in this 180 pages, and of course he went and actually murdered uh, blacks in the uh, the grocery mart. He says, "Did you always hold these views?" This again from his question and answer with himself in the 180 page document, which is a weird thing to do, but he certainly did it. He says, "When I was 12, I was deep into communist ideology." Talk to anyone from my old high school and ask about me, and you'll hear that. From age 15 to 18, however, I consistently moved farther to the right. Now, if you just stopped reading there, you would think, ah, he's a right winger. But no. It's unusual for a 15 or 16-year-old to move to the right anyway, to be honest. He's just saying he moved to the right of being a total communist. He says, on the political compass, I fall in the mild, moderate, authoritarian left Category. Okay, tell me, dude. You just killed ten people to support your political ideology. You are not moderate anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what he says, right? So he says that he's he's both right and left, uh, depending on the definition. He says he's a socialist, depending on the definition. Well, I'm a socialist, depending on the definition. What do you mean? Well, yeah. if you define it as someone who who recognizes that a system of communal property could work. In a mutually agreed upon way where no one had force and violence being used against them. But that's sure. not what a socialist is. No, that, that'd be what a communist is. But, you know, you, you could... A socialist defi- always has to do with uh, state ownership of production. Right? Yeah, but you can... Well, there are libertarian socialists, right? That's what they call themselves. They seem to be very confused. It's just a communist, yeah. but they call themselves libertarian socialists. But sure, I think, you know, if that's the label they want to use, if you want to say, okay, do, am I a socialist in the sense that libertarian socialists use it? Well... I'm not. But you don't want to join a commune. The existence of such a system. But that's the difference. You don't have to. If you could agree that someone could have a commune, and it could work, because a lot of communes haven't worked. Out. It's almost certainly not going to work. That's the some issue. Have, though. There, there have yeah. been some. But but you're not going to get the physicist you, or the chemist or the engineers. The only ones you are going to get are the ones who you know have been in their career for thirty years and they just finally snapped. So they sold everything and bought a bus and they moved to a commune. But what I'm saying is, just because you can say that in theory. A commune could work on a volunt if done on a voluntary basis. Doesn't mean that you want to live there. It doesn't mean that you support right. that particular form of organization. So therefore, you wouldn't be a socialist. Well, or they a wanted communist. to define socialist in a way that you know is someone who. <laughs> that, that's the exact issue. Is like depending on how you define it, I could be anything. Well, in case it and was I'm going to agree with him on that point. It, even the label of anarchist or voluntarist or anarchist is a widely disputed label. People got upset that I call myself an anarchist because I'm I'm a free market advocate. And they're like, no, no, communism, there's no hierarchy. Well, 
if you were tremendous confused, disagreement. If you were confused by what he said about being a socialist, because he basically admits that he's a socialist, he calls himself authoritarian left. But if you, that wasn't enough, then go all the way down through the 180 pages to 177, where he has a whole paragraph or section called Globalized Capitalist Markets Are the Enemy of Racial Autonomous, where he says, if an ethnocentric European future is to be achieved, global free markets and the trade of goods is to be discouraged at all costs. Well, capitalism is definitely anti-racist. Indeed. More coming up. Insight Daily Radio. Conversations with today's most interesting artists and creators. Author, humorist, and radio personality Garrison Keillor has been a fixture in popular culture since the 1970s with more than 30 best-selling books and his Prairie Home Companion radio program. And he has a new book entitled Boomtown, a Lake Wobegon novel. We caught up with Garrison to chat about his new book and the creative journey that continues to bring Lake Wobegon to life. I went to Nashville to write a story for The New Yorker about the Grand Ole Opry, and it was published in 1973. Seeing the Opry, a live radio musical variety show, gave me the idea to try that back in Minnesota, and I started A Prairie Home Companion in 1974. And then in 1980, it went national. It had this period of six years, no marketing, and it just sort of accumulated, and, uh, and we, kept it, we kept it going. That's author and humorist Garrison Keillor, whose new book, Boomtown, a Lake Wobegon novel, has just been released and is now available wherever books are sold. Free Talk Live. You can join us and you can bring up whatever's on your mind. The number is 603-283-6160. We are highlighting some of the 180-page manifesto by the racist shooter in Buffalo over the weekend. Here tonight, it's Ian. Oops, sorry, nobody. Let's try that again. Nobody. And Aria. Uh, and phones are open for you if you want to join us. We're going to go to your calls, uh, 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. And we've been just sort of talking about the mainstream media and their censorship of this story while they're quote-unquote covering it. They never want to give you the access to any of their resources, like the 180-page manifesto or the apparently minute-10-long uh, video that was recorded live streamed from the grocery store it may have been longer but somebody uh ostensibly somebody clipped from what this guy was doing so we're not sure how long the original footage was that twitch may have possession of that they're holding on to i'm sure turning over to law enforcement but uh, luckily the manifesto is out in its full form although it again is challenging to find however if you have library lbry.com And if you search for the shooter's name, someone posted the PDF to the manifesto on Library. Because remember, Library is a media sharing protocol. So we like Mm -hmm. to talk about how, oh, you can share videos there. Well, you can also share audio files and PDF files, for instance. 
I so. did not know that. You didn't know that. I didn't know that. It's you can true. find the um the uh, the ghost gun blueprints for 3D printers on, on library. library. Yeah, pretty sweet. Mm. Yeah, it's a really cool uh, system. So check out lbry.com. We'll continue with the discussion here, but Sarah is on the line. Sarah, you're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead. Just wanted to mention that we paid for this traffic study the city did. Well, one of the Mayor Berry's um, former mayor got $75,000 for doing no work whatsoever because it was a bogus study because the decision was based on whatever the voters wanted. Was so, that word salad supposed to mean anything? What what happened? Run this by me okay, again. In other words, okay, they okay, when Mayor Berry got elected after the third third year of his first term, he said, I will base my red light camera decision on a solid study. I'm gonna do a traffic study. So this study dragged out for like about nine months. Um, and then all of a sudden they got dumped off to have the voters decide. But the per, one of his friends got paid $75,000 to do this study that dragged out for nine months. And then it got, and then they had this election like nine months before the, um, the election. And, um, and then after he got, and then he said, well, I'm going to do the wishes of the voters. 3,000 more people. So hold on, just to clarify, you're saying that the mayor said he was going to go based on a study as far as whether or not to get rid of red light cameras, but then ultimately ultimately let the voters decide on it? Right, he kind of switched it over. So was there a vote? They actually put this to a vote of the people? I thought it was the city council that voted to get rid of the red light cameras there. No, it, it was put it to the voters. Um, it, then why are they bringing uh, it back now? You're saying they're bringing back the red light cameras. They took them away years ago, right? Well, the, the language, the actual ordinance, the wording was the red light cameras. It never said red light cameras and speeding vans. So the, I don't know what ordinance you're back, talking about. Neither does she. Okay, the <laughs> amendment. Okay, okay the, the bill that we voted on, the wording, wording was written... Do you vote for the red light cameras? It never said red light cameras and mobile speeding units. So the language, so what we're getting now is just the speeding van, the speeding cameras only. This oh, is not the first you're, red light camera. okay, wait, wait, wait. So you're actually mad because you thought the red light cameras were coming back because you called in recent weeks to be excited about the return of the red light cameras. And what you're saying is you misunderstood and that they cannot bring the cameras back because the voters voted them down, but voters did not vote down speeding cameras, and those are those are coming. Right, that's correct. But we could always get the red, the full fledged red light cameras as time goes on. We're starting out with the mobile speeding. But you, units, but you did say cameras. that the voters voted specifically to prohibit red light cameras. Right, that that was the wording, red light cameras. Right, so right. why would you be able to get those later if the voters said that they're not allowed? Well, the reason is because it was a non-binding election. It was just a survey. Oh, I see. Hmm. I see. Right. So but, it was a meaningless was, exercise in feeling good and making people feel like they had well, an impact on the government. I mean, it, it, they did get rid of the red light cameras. But did they do that because of the vote, or did the vote just get them covered that they could point to when they when they wanted did what they already wanted to do? Uh, well, they, I wouldn't wait, presume wait, wait, they wait, would wait, have wait. wanted that, right? Like by by wait, default, wait, wait, wait. 
Hold on, Sarah. By, by yeah. default, a government bureaucrat isn't going to want to cut revenue. And, okay, and, true. And that's what the red light cameras allow for, is more revenue coming into the traffic department or whatever. Mm. But politicians do want to be liked by voters. Well, they want right? to get reelected. Exactly. So, Sarah, out, that's the like- part you're absolutely right about here tonight, is politicians do want to get reelected. And if it is overwhelmingly unpopular to have red light cameras, some politician will get in front of that issue and they will get elected based on that. And so that's why uh, the politicians did what the people wanted in this rare instance was to get rid of the uh, the red light cameras. Probably because they, too, are getting caught by the red light cameras mm-hmm. and, uh, and they didn't what? like it either. So my point is we wasted $75,000. One of his friends got this money for absolutely done nothing. And you oh, know yeah, that's a good point. Study. Well, he probably did a study, right? They, they, they probably well, they spent some time <laughs> studying the issue. I mean... What what, well, what did you want him was, to produce? Well, here's the thing. The study was exactly what the result was before they had the study. So he produced so a result. Was, he he gave you a study, right? Well, that it was bogus because the final decision was based on the voters. It's what whatever. Way, yeah. So I mean, Sarah's pointing out a good point here, and that is that. There's something called nepotism, right, where, uh, you know, buddies get uh, their back scratched, family members, friends of politicians get jobs and contracts in this case. So the mayor said, oh, well, we need a study about the red light cameras and then hired his buddy uh, to uh, to do a seventy five thousand dollars study, which probably was like five thousand dollars of study and seventy thousand dollars going into somebody's pocket. And uh, and then then he ultimately didn't even rely on that is what Sarah is pointing out. So it was a total waste. And this kind of stuff happens in local governments all the time. Yeah, but Sarah, uh, Sarah, does this help you understand why we shouldn't turn everything over to government and let them make all our decisions? Oh, I know. I I, I definitely agree with you. I don't um turn. It, I don't trust the government like you guys. But I'm the only one that follows this issue. This um. Red light camera issues. Yeah, it's um, like you're the only one that cares about red light cameras. Besides the company, you don't hold stock in the red light company, do you? The uh, the camera company, (laughs) Red Flex or whatever they're called. What's amazing is that that everybody that I talk to is just completely so stupid. They do this kind of stuff because nobody cares. It's not stupid, Sarah. It's finding the issue to be trivial and not worth discussing. The opposite is true, Sarah. People do care about this issue, which is why they voted to overturn the red light cameras. If they didn't care, they would have stayed home and not bothered to even do anything about it. But people hate red light cameras. I know you don't understand this because you've never driven a day in your life. And thank you for the call tonight. But they are obnoxious. They are dangerous. They They are illegal in New Hampshire. Are they illegal? I didn't know that. I was under the impression they were illegal. I think they are. That's fantastic. (laughs) Uh, I I know they're not here, and that much is really appreciated. That's not to say that cameras themselves are illegal. There's apparently a camera up at one of the intersections here in Keene now. Okay. It's weird. It looks like a bell when you look at it. I had no idea. What is the purpose of it? It's apparently like a 360 uh, camera, and ostensibly the purpose is to monitor the traffic at the intersection. That's how all these things start, you know? Uh, but it looks weird. It's when hard you, to trust the government when they want to study a situation. Yeah, it, when you look at it, it doesn't look at all like a camera, but it is. Uh, the number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. You can join us. Bring up whatever's on your mind here on Free Talk Live. Somalia still to come.
Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind here. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. We still have the uh, the latest from the international scene with now Joe Biden ordering U.S. troops to go back into Somalia. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. But we've been discussing the crackdown uh, on information, not just opinions being shared on social media platforms that they don't like, but also whenever one of these insane shooters pops up, there's always a whitewash going on from big tech companies that they, you know, mainstream media has their official narrative and the big tech companies play along by wiping out social media profiles, wiping out, in this case, the, the Buffalo shooting, a Twitch profile, a Twitch video streaming profile for the shooter and making it so it's impossible for individuals to draw their own conclusions, to do their own research and I do want to point out here that I've done a little more digging. I've got the the uh, library software here. And so we've, we've got Odyssey, which is the online platform that is ostensibly based on library to some extent. Not so much these days because they're using centralized servers, but... At some level, it's still there. From from how I understand the you know, tech it works. just clicked to, with me like tonight during that. You know, years ago, back when I lived in Mississippi and I was using library, you know, they were back then talking about this new mechanism that was going to store people's files for them, so their computers didn't have to be on twenty four seven. And it it just dawned on me tonight that that's Odyssey. And they years later they did finally roll it out, and it did work, and it's awesome piece of software. And it's just irrelevant point that. You know, it is they, great. They, they planned this years ago. But it is a platform. As we were pointing out, the platform does have rules. Library does not. Library, LBRY.com, is a protocol. And the difference, nobody, I bet you could probably sum it up. Um, well, a protocol is a set of, uh, of rules for how computers interact. Um, and a platform um, may implement protocols. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, everything's, um, you know, all protocol, all platforms use at least some protocols because HTTP is a protocol. That's what the P stands for. Uh, and HTTP is protocol. Uh, yep. Yeah. That's, that's how you get your, uh, your information from them. Um, you know, WebSockets is a protocol. TCP IP. TCP IP yeah. is a protocol, which is low level and literally used by every internet site right and Um, normally you don't need to know anything about protocols to use the internet to use programs to make sure you know you can get your things done that you need to get done and that's true of library as well protocols are something you have to understand to write programs but not to use them but the interesting thing is a protocol is not centrally managed. It's just this technology that is deployed, and anyone can deploy it. If you have a server, you can mm-hmm. deploy a HTTP server or a FTP server, or in the case of library, lbry.com, you download their software, which is open source, so you could fork that and make your own version of it if you wanted to. But you download this piece of software, and that gives you access to upload things via this media sharing protocol. So, whereas a platform... You use protocols to share things on the platform, but ultimately the platform's centrally controlled and they can decide whether to allow you to share the thing or not. Everyone mm-hmm. out there is familiar with the Pirate Bay, right? The Pirate yeah. Bay is a, is a platform. 
What library right. is and what library does is it takes that that whole idea of torrenting stuff, sharing stuff with one another, and it turned that into a protocol so that there is no the piratebay.org for the U.S. government to get the Swedish authorities to attack. Right. Yep. There's just yeah. library. There's no organization. And there's no one who even could enforce copyright laws if they were able to find copyrighted content on library and you can put yeah. you can put all the copyrighted content you can share all the movies you want on there presumably. i actually just found uh i was looking for the shooter's name on library and as i'm scrolling down it's getting sort of variations of the search instead of the actual search that i looked for and right. the movie from 1970 Patton, is on here the full two hours and 51 minutes of that uh, plus pornography with uh, someone named Peyton, uh, but the actual shooter's name is also Peyton. So those are the most relevant ones that are coming up. I searched for Peyton Gendron, and the difference between the results on Library and Odyssey are significant. I can so, imagine. Well, Odyssey, they, they do have that front-facing, that central organization where the U.S. government wanted an office to raid. Well, Odyssey has they one. They do have one, and it's, I mm-hmm. believe, in the United States. So, but, and I don't want to sound like I'm cheapening library by saying, oh, it's the Pirate Bay, but it's decentralized because that's an enormous evolution. The torrenting yeah. has existed since the, since, you know, I don't know, I don't know when the BitTorrent protocol was decades. developed, but yes. And it took decades for someone, some visionary to conceive the next step. How can we improve this technology? Yeah, basically they solved the problem of searching because you yes. can't search for torrents without a website that lists them and that's of course as you pointed out the government goes after the website they target it they take it down it pops up again somewhere else there's this constant cat and mouse uh, game going on out there and it's frustrating to the end user with library they solve that problem they've got a search it essentially indexes all these torrents through the blockchain and mm-hmm. that's uh, that's basically what's going on on the back end is whenever you share a thing on odyssey or sorry, on library, you become what they call a seed, meaning that you have 100% of that file. And Technology from BitTorrent, by the way. That's right. And you're offering that file, whether it be a video or a PDF or whatever, to anyone who on the entire internet that wants to download it. And, and that's how torrents work. It's just that there was never any sort of network of torrents in any way. There was any way. Uh, there searchable. kind of was. Nutella... Um, had a distributed search capability hmm. where if you wanted to make a search, you uploaded your search to the people that you were talking to directly, and then they passed it on to other people oh, wow. who passed it on to other people. So, um, but library is is a different way of approaching that that problem. What happened that, to Nutella? Are they still around? I don't know what happened to uh, to Nutella. They started out, as I recall, as a Napster client, and then huh. when Napster went away, they kind of modified themselves to decentralize their searches. But I don't know what mm-hmm. what became of them, or they may still be out there. Another really awesome thing about library is that you know it's proving the argument that we've always made about why BitTorrent should be allowed, why it's not illegal, and why intellectual property is nonsense because people can use it to create original content. Yes. There is an enormous amount of original user-created content on Odyssey and library, and you didn't get those things on BitTorrent sites like you know, that's true on the Pirate Bay. Yeah, it, that's true. Even though some people probably did it, by and large, no one, even though people made the arguments because you've got to have that one... One legitimate reason, like, well, why why should you be able to hack your gaming console? Well, so I can play, you know, homebrew software. Nobody wants homebrew software. Mm-hmm. They, they want emulators, right, and, and pirated games. But you have to have that legitimate reason. The legitimate reason for Pirate Bay was that, oh, well, you know, 
It's not all copyrighted content. Right. Yeah, there's a ton of original content at Odyssey. And Library is proving that, you know, that argument's actually true. Yeah, and that is the other thing they did. I guess besides making torrents searchable, they also added in the social media aspect where you can leave comments and there's a profile and so you can upload specific you know videos to a specific profile of a certain type. So we have our Free Talk Live uh, profile on there. So thank you to everybody that follows us at video.freetalklive.com. But I just wanted to comment further on the differences between my search results. So I looked for Peyton... Gendron, G-E-N-D-R-O-N. This is the the shooter in uh, Buffalo. And I don't think we need to say alleged shooter because he's admitted to it in the 180-page manifesto. And uh, when you search for his name on Odyssey, a 19-minute long video does come up, which does include the footage from the supermarket. So it does include the minute-long footage of whatever it is. I I didn't watch it, but I did skip through just to make sure it was there. And then it's like 18 other minutes of, I guess, just commentary and whatever it is that they talk about there on a channel called Censored News Now. And then you can click to show, so that shows like the top result, and then you click view competing uploads for Peyton Gendron, and there's almost nothing that comes up. There's one other video. However, if you do it on lbry.com, if you get their desktop client, uh, I don't know if it works on the. Uh, I don't. I think they only have a desktop client. Like, if you want to be on library proper, you they have to use had the a beta for an Android version. I don't know if it ever released. In but this case, they were exploring it at one point. It may be ready ready now. I don't know. In this case, there's a ton of other things that you can find through lbry.com. A lot of content. And what I what I did was I found I I picked one of them that had the uh, was just like a minute long video of just the shooting. And I tried searching for that on Odyssey, didn't come up. But then I pulled up the channel name on Odyssey, and the channel is accessible through Odyssey, and the video is still accessible through Odyssey if you go directly to the channel name in question. So what it looks like they're doing is they're somehow filtering out the searches on Odyssey. So the content's still there if you know how to find it, but if you just want to easily find the stuff, you really got to have the full library client, lbry.com, because it looks like there's some... Some restrictions in place on what you can search for, even though the video does come up, but just one of them. Hour three is coming up. Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live, and you can join us here. The number is 603-283-6160. We're kicking off the third hour of the program. That's 603-283-6160. I want to say thanks to Tom McMillan, who is a Free Talk Live gold amplifier. Tom is uh, supporting our AMPS Patreon. AMPS stands for Advertise, Market, Promote, and Support. It is a way for you to help us. Get Free Talk Live on more radio stations. Bring more uh, people on board with the ideas of freedom. And you get some cool perks. You get some benefits uh, if you join it over at amps.freetalklive.com. AMPS.freetalklive.com. So to change things up here, we've been talking about the shooter in Buffalo and how the mainstream media is trying to keep the manifesto away from your eyes. You can see how insane this person really was. You can find out what their alleged uh, political beliefs actually were rather than trusting the mainstream media uh, to do that if you go to social.freetalklive.com you can see my profile on there 
and uh, you can find the link there to a, a downloadable PDF if you want to see it for yourself. So AP reporting here that uh, Joe Biden has signed an order to deploy U.S. troops to Somalia because, you know, you don't actually have to put in a declaration of war these days. No, declaring war, that, that's passe. That's like old people stuff. That's, yeah, that's like, like using, 100 years ago. Kind yeah, that's of like stuff, using right? gold as money kind of stuff. No right. one does that anymore. Or following the Constitution. You want to call yeah. up Somalia on your flip phone and let them know that you're declaring war on them, Grandpa? Amid uh, heightened concerns about the country's Islamic extremist rebels, known as Al-Shabaab. The they, they don't sound like a threat to me. They probably aren't. They sound like a tasty snack. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want some Al-Shabaab or some shish kebab? Got some Shabaab on the bobby. <laughs> the uh, the move is a reversal of... Now, this was a surprise. I didn't know. Did you know Donald Trump actually removed people from Somalia? No, I did not. That apparently was so. We knew that he was pulling troops out of Afghanistan, and Joe Biden finished that task when he took office, which is one of the few good finished things. Finished it badly, though. I well, mean. whatever. One of the, it's one of the few good things that he actually did, which was to pull it out is. of Afghanistan. Uh, but apparently, uh, if one Donald of the, Trump becomes the most peaceful president of my lifetime, if if I die and that's still the case, I'm going to be so disappointed. When God says, "All right, what happened down there?" I'm like, dude, that's your that's your problem. No one else can fix that. Not my circus, not my monkeys. It looks like that's the truth, though, Arya. It looks as though Donald Trump is the least warmongering of all of the presidents in the last 40 years. I know he is right now, but I'm saying, Joe Biden, you're the Democrat, right? You're supposedly the peace-loving guy. I don't, you that can do something about that this. That doesn't play out. If you look at the wars That's why I said supposedly. Of, of the 20th century, uh, Wilson... Uh, mm-hmm. Was responsible for World War One. Roosevelt. FDR was responsible yeah. for World War Two. Um, I I I'm not sure about Korea, um, but Vietnam. Kennedy was, right? or was it before Kennedy? Kennedy Kennedy moved some advisors in, but mm-hmm. then Johnson really fired the war up okay. after Kennedy's assassination, um, and then you have. Uh, the the president who used troops the most times in the 20th century was Bill Clinton, mm. um, you know, partially because he wanted to, you know, distract people from Monica, Monica Lewinsky, Lewinsky and partially because I guess that's just how he rolled. Mm-hmm. Um, Certainly, but to the average Democrat, they believe themselves, I mean... Ukraine aside, because for some reason they don't consider, you know, supporting Ukraine or standing with Ukraine or whatever hashtag they're using to convey that message to be, you know, supporting war. I think it's because they blame Russia for Donald Trump. Mm. Russia didn't invade Ukraine while Trump was president, though. Uh, No, no. But they think that it was, you know, Russian disinformation that got him elected. So they... Just, just well, the fact that he was president just infuriates them. So, regardless Trump of all of that, though, the Democratic, real. Mm-hmm. the Democrats believe themselves to be the pro peace party, and the Republicans are the warmongers. That's the way they portray themselves. I, don't know. I, the I think they're... it's the 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 rank and file might quote unquote believe that, but right. at the party level, no. Yeah, there's no evidence for that. Uh, so, right. Well, the, the average person is the one I care about, and I, they didn't. They weren't anti-war during Obama either. No, of course or not. Or even during W, you know, they were right there well, lying us into Iraq. 
Well, but I'm talking about the the uh, the rank and file. I- I'm talking about like uh, some code of the pink. rank and file objected to Iraq. Yeah, Code Pink. Uh, what was the lady's name? We had her on. We had the uh, one of them on. Oh, the air. her son was killed. Yeah. Shahan. Shehan. Yeah, she- Shehan. Shehan. Uh, Cindy Shehan. Yeah. yeah. We actually interviewed her. Uh, so I mean, there were there definitely were some strong voices on the left against the war in Iraq under George Bush, but they vaporized under Barack Obama and they're nowhere to be found now they no, they just kept quiet it seemed like during you know Barack Obama's years but now they're literally cheering on war in the case of Ukraine so they've they've done a complete 180 from what they were doing 20 years ago are are the are the uh, people from Code Pink cheering on Ukraine I, I would be curious to find out if they're actually what what they're saying mm. about about that good question I mean, to a certain extent i understand why people could you know support ukraine without feeling like they were warmongers i do understand how they could feel that way I, I don't feel that way and i don't support ukraine or russia in this nonsense but i do understand how if they have the worldview that ukraine's just this peaceful innocent country over there minding mm-hmm. its own business and big mean invaded. russia invades them i understand you know yeah fight back defend yourself against the invaders and even that perspective i kind of get but is that really What's going on in Ukraine? It doesn't seem like it, and oh, we're never going to know. Happening. And the Ukrainian yeah. government, from what I can tell, is worse than the Russian government. The people of Ukraine would bad, be but, worse yeah. under the Ukrainian government than under the Russian government. Hard to say that for sure. I mean, they're both pretty awful. They're both like kind of around the same rankings on the economic freedom uh, chat. Yeah, but Rankings. since this war started, uh, Zelensky has done nothing but be a tyrant. He's crushed freedom sure. of the press. He's threatening to throw people in prison for spreading misinformation. Uh, the opposition has already been locked in prison and disqualified from running for elections. They've it, taken over TV stations. Those are the things yeah. that we expect from Russia. But Russia, meanwhile, they've shut down, I think, one news station. And that person, it, or radio station, I don't remember now, that person is suing the Russian government in the courts. Yeah. No, that that's not being allowed to the owners of the Ukrainian television stations that you know got no, shut down. No, it's martial law there. So I don't know between the two at this point, and this that's isn't true. a universally true thing. But at this point, comparing Putin and Zelensky, I would rather have Putin. Hmm. Well, they're both bad. Bad news. I'd for rather sure, do but, without either of them. Yeah. But I see. I well, see that's where why I phrase from. it as a yeah. dichotomy. Yeah. Doing with right. neither of them is not an yeah. option. Right. So uh, the move is a reversal of Donald Trump's late-term decision to remove nearly all 700 special operations forces that had been operating in Somalia. So he basically pulled everybody out of Somalia, and now they're going back. Biden's decision, confirmed by a senior administration official, comes after Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin requested the deployment, quote, to reestablish a persistent U.S. military presence in Somalia to enable a more effective fight against al-Shabaab, which has increased in strength and poses a heightened threat, unquote. A threat to to who? Yeah. Skewered lamb. (laughs) (laughs) the uh the official who requested anonymity to discuss a decision that has not been formally announced the the pirates that was somalia right there were some yeah out there yeah but that was under obama wasn't it well there there have been been pirates operating out of somalia for a while okay um that was that covered multiple presidents they were there under trump and yeah. South Park did a thing about that. They did. Uh, Cartman really wanted to go join the pirates. And oh, he did. He, he didn't just want to. He went and joined them. Yeah. 
The official requested anonymity because the decision hasn't been formally announced, said American forces already in the region will be repositioned. U.S. military commanders have been deploying U.S. forces into Somalia for short rotations since Trump ordered American troops out during his final days in office in 2021. But Pentagon officials didn't see that as a, quote, effective long-term strategy. And by that they mean it's not enough uh, money going into the pockets of the military-industrial complex, so they need to bring troops back. Yeah, because that's an effective long-term strategy. Exactly. Yeah, why not just let the people of Somalia provide for their own defense, take care of themselves? They're more than capable of doing that. They threw out the Americans in the 1990s, if I recall correctly. This is Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live. You can join us here. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Ian Nobody and Aria in the studio tonight talking about the U.S. government gang. Moving in more troops into Somalia after apparently Trump had decided in late in his term to remove nearly all of the 700 special operations forces that had been operating there. Again, uh, well, some... what could 700 special ops forces really do anyway? That, that's not I enough wouldn't want to them in occup- my neighborhood. No, but our neighborhood is a lot smaller than Somalia. Well, yeah. I mean, so, no doubt about it. I mean, 700 but... is not an occupying force. The, no, those, it's not. those people are over there doing cocaine and prostitutes and playing poker. That's probably true. But nonetheless, uh, they can be there to destroy lives if they want to. And, yeah. and we don't really know. You're speculating. I mean, we don't That's know true. what their missions are, right? Like a lot of them are I probably I mean, there was secret. also the Space Force that, you know, found a bunch of cocaine washed up on the uh, Myrtle Beach, I was think, in Space South Carolina. Force? I think so, where they were studying sea turtles or something, and they yeah. just happened well, to... Well, they were the Navy, but after they found the, found the cocaine, they became <laughs> Space Force. <laughs> <laughs> So this is happening. Uh, they talk about al-Shabaab, which they say has ties with al-Qaeda, has made territorial gains against Somalia's federal government in recent months. Oh, apparently Somalia's got a federal government again. Just uh, what they needed. Yeah, Reversing the gains of African Union peacekeepers who had once pushed the militants into remote areas of the country. Word of the deployment decision came after Hassan Sheikh Mohammed, who served as Somalia's president from 2012 to 2017, was announced as the winner of a protracted election. So that is all that we have for you on uh, what's happening in Somalia right now. But this is not a free country, by the way. Like You were referencing this earlier, Arya. The, there's a bunch of critics of libertarianism and voluntarism who will say, oh, well, you don't like it here? Just go to move to Somalia. Don't Somalia you- is almost always the country they use. Yeah. Oh, if you want anarchy, why don't you move to Somalia? And that's because the popular misconception about Somalia is that they have no government. That in the 1990s, the U.S. government and the Somalian government were overthrown and thrown out, and that nothing has ever changed since. Dude, I don't know how to tell people this, but if Somalia had no government, I would have moved there so long <laughs> ago. You would not have had to wait around to tell me, because I would have been typing it from Somalia. Well, one of the problems with a violent overthrow of the state is you usually get a power vacuum, right? Yes. And so there's somebody else, some warlord, which again, a government is just a successful warlord. 
Mm-hmm. Right. That's that's all that the state is. They're the criminal gang that managed yeah. to destroy the other criminal gangs. Yeah. People always say, oh, under anarchy, warlords will take over. And I'm like, government is the warlords that took over. That's right. That's, the, you know, you're maybe it would happen again uh, if we if we got rid of the current warlords. But. You know, warlords have already taken over. The difference between your typical warlord uh, and a government warlord is that the government runs the schools. And so the government gang has been... Isn't that relatively new, though? Within the last 150 years, yeah. Uh, I thought it was closer to 50 for some reason. No, government schools started in the late 1800s. I think it comes back to a conflict between the Protestants and the Catholics, if I recall correctly. And like the Protestants didn't want the Catholics to have their own schools to educate kids. I think that's how the story goes. But if you know more Mm -hmm. and you want to clarify it for us, feel free to call in at 603-283-6160. But uh, uh, anyway, I forget the point I was trying to make about this school that, that's oh, the they, difference they between warlords yeah. yeah so the so the warlords have convinced people that there's something else so like we see it clearly we know that the state is the warlord that their agents the police and the fbi are essentially the thugs on the street that the warlord has you know like the classic example of the warlord is oh you got to pay this you got to pay us to get through this road right uh, we're blocking mm-hmm. this road you got to pay us how do people not see it uh, we we have tolls, we have taxes, we have all of these things, yeah. right? The you, badges. you can't cross the bridge unless you pay your taxes. But they also have badges and uniforms. Uh, and so badges. did the people back then. We don't need no stinking badges. And they've got pledges <laughs> and songs. They hymns. had all that nonsense then. But warlords don't have that stuff, right? They're not that... Uh, decorative. They, they don't have the uh, the pomp and the circumstance that, that manages to fool people. The window Dude, the dressing. worst one I've ever seen was the the delivering of the, the electors' votes to the to the Senate or the House or whatever they were however that works. The it's such a religious ceremony. And you oh, could, yeah. You could feel the gravity, the, the importance that these people felt that they were taking part in this majestic, yes. awe-inspiring ceremony. Well, it's again, like you're carrying a stupid old wooden box filled with moldy sheets of paper. That's and Again, you're, you're identifying another key difference, right? Is this group of warlords has a religious feel to them. They have managed to convince so many people that they're anything but warlords, and they've done it by using the trappings of religion to surround what they do. They have the the window dressing of the court. They have the you know the, Dude, the, the process. The courts are such an obvious example as well. Just yes. go online and Google pictures of the inside of a court, and then open a new window and Google pictures church. of the inside of a church, yeah. and compare mm-hmm. the two. They have exactly the same no features. Doubt. The only difference is instead of crosses. You have, you know, the the great seal of the United States or whatever. And yep. the colors are different. The Religion Manchester. tends toward white, um, or Christianity at least tends towards the color white, while the state tends to, towards darker browns. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Manchester courtroom is the one that amazes me, where they have the big old piece of corporate art with glass pieces of the shredded constitution yes, they flying do. around like a trash tornado. That's exactly what um, it is. <laughs> do they? Is it really? It's yes. right on, right in your face, <laughs> on display. And it's it's got some name like that too, like you know, tornado of rights tornado or something. Of destruction like of rights. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, so yeah, I mean that's that's how they pulled this off. 
They're not your typical warlords because they've managed to fool people into thinking they're something else. Well, that, that's why they want to control the schools, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Because mm-hmm. once you have them from the age of five years old, you can you can work your religion in their yep. lives to the extent that you have people at the Republican meetings say, ending the Pledge of Allegiance or whatever with, amen, without the slightest trace of irony. Yeah, that's true. And I've mm. seen it. I've witnessed it. <laughs> It's insane. They they have everything. They have the pledges. Um, not the pledges. They have the chants. They call them the Pledge of Allegiance. But it's just a chant. It's a, it's a Gregorian yes. chant, essentially, just like you would find in a church. Mm-hmm. Except most, most modern hymns. churches don't really do a lot of chanting, but they have plenty of hymns. Oh, yeah. My Country, Tissidy, whatever mm-hmm. it's called. America the Beautiful. Anthem. Yep, the mm-hmm. National Anthem. They have all of the hymns. All of the they have, Make sure you take your hat off. Yes. Mm-hmm. And hold it over your heart. And yes, put your hand over your heart or, or kneel or kneel. Mm-hmm. You, you can mm-hmm. kneel. It's a bit of a sensitive issue right now. But look, if the sacred cloth touches the ground, what do you do? You burn it. There's a whole because, ceremony. Because burying it is not good enough for the magic cloth. Mm-hmm. We yeah. have to love and respect the magic cloth. You, just like you have to eat the cracker that magically becomes Jesus, Jesus. when you eat it. It's completely Which insane. It's just a religion. <laughs> cannibalism. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Immortality through ritual cannibalism. Yeah. That's new. Uh, the number <laughs> here is 603-283-6160. You can join us. Coming up, Aria, you've got another story of interest about Netflix. They are telling their employees to take a hike. Apparently. If they don't like what Netflix is allowing on their platform. Yeah, plus NATO is now drilling near the Russian border troops from 14 nations thousands of them. We'll tell you about that as well. It's Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. You can join us right here at the number 603-283-6160. Whether you want to comment on the psycho shooter in Buffalo, the psychos invading Somalia in the United States government, or whatever you want to discuss, you can take control here at 603-283-6160 and bring up anything with you tonight. It's Ian. Nobody. And Aria. If you're interested in learning about Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash, time to start getting into a cryptocurrency maybe. It might be a good time considering the prices have been down over the last well, few months, they're down uh, about 50% off their highs, record highs from November, right right now around $30,000 for one Bitcoin. It's a good time uh, to buy. Good time to start learning before, you, sale. before you get into it. Do, do a little bit of due diligence. Learn the basics. Go to Bitcoin.com, click Get Started at the top of the page, and you'll get some useful videos that you can sit down with. And learn some of the, uh, the the new concepts that you really ought to get a hold of before you get a little bit deeper into cryptocurrency. And you can go as deep as you want to. they got a lot of good information over there at Bitcoin.com. Just click Get Started. And if you're not brand new to crypto, you can get the latest news headlines any old time you want to. Just go to news.bitcoin.com. You'll find them there every day. Let's go to Jack in Washington State. Jack, you're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead. Well, I'm, I don't know where I'm going with this, but there's an episode of South Park. Uh, where Carmen, I'd say the United States, uh, decides she wants to be a pirate, so he goes over to Somalia. Have you guys seen that? Yeah, you. What yeah, do you? You brought it up, it right? Earlier. Yeah. Uh, are yeah, you saying he, you think that in that episode, Cartman represented the United States? Yeah, he goes over there, starts uh, singing uh, what they call shanties or whatever. You know, they're 
oh, pirates or whatever, and, you know, and all the other poor, you know, people, which is shown in the show. They're like, oh, okay, and... You know, I think they're just being taken advantage of. I don't understand. I think you had to be there. I got to say, as someone who hasn't seen the episode, your recollection of it doesn't really make much sense I think I can explain a little more clearly what happened. So Cartman, you know, he learns about, you know, there are modern day pirates and he's a little kid. He wants to be a pirate because pirates pirates are are cool, cool, right? Yeah. Right. Because they are. (laughs) So so he convinces some kids to go to Somalia with him and they find out that, you know, the Somalian pirates, they live in squalor. They they have nothing. They have these wooden paddle... um, they have these wooden boats that they have to row out and stuff like that. They don't have these great big pirate ships right. and stuff like that. And they don't sing songs. There's no one with a peg leg. No one's wearing an eye patch. So Cartman, he does what he, he convinces them to become that type of pirate to where they're singing songs. And <laughs> someone has a, uh, you know, a wooden leg and all of that. Okay. And, you know, Cartman turns out to be a, a pretty good pirate. He manages to steal an entire carnival ship. Wow. Well, Someone had the lightsaber, right? Mm. A fake lightsaber toy that apparently the French people piloting this carnival ship were just really terrified of for some reason. But I don't see how Cartman's behavior in this episode was supposed to represent the United States because the United Mm. States didn't go over there and teach the Somalian pirates how to sing or even how to be better pirates. But what happens in the very end? Cartman's singing away all happy and they all get popped on the beach. I don't know. Yes, the people who did the popping there, the people who showed up and, you know, killed all of the pirates. Yeah, those were the ones who represent the United States. Because they actually were? Because they they showed, yeah, because they were the military people who showed up and killed the brown people. Quick quick question for you. So you've read read the manifesto or a lot of it? No, I've read like the first eight pages. I've scanned through it. So is he a socialist? Is he yes. a white supremacist? He is. Yes, he's both of those things. We're not going to see that in the news. Just like we? Nazis. No, you're not going to wow. see that in the news. They're going to paint him as though he's a right winger because every Nazi must be a right winger, even though Nazis stood for national socialist. And well, what is right wing and what is left wing? I mean, yeah, that's a good uh, question. The way we understand these things today, I would say that the Nazi Party, National Socialism, is a right wing policy. Well, if you talk to people on the right, they will talk about free markets as though they support them. We know it's not true because they support the war on drugs, for instance, and they want to outlaw corporate welfare. Right. They want to outlaw prostitution or, or gambling or whatever. So we know it's not true, but they will at least talk favorably towards free markets. This individual is completely against free markets, and he's even against global trade. <laughs> so, um, We won't hear that. That is so bizarre. The media... You know, I, I love gambling, and I've been around, you know, situations with prostitutes. I, I won't go further. <laughs> but it's just bizarre that they won't share that information with us. And how are we going to break through? I mean, you guys are trying to create this. Well, socialism wasn't his defining belief, right? He he didn't oh, go out okay. and kill these people in the name of socialism. And, and the, no, it's in the name of stopping the replacing or something like that. It's and stopping it's white racist, genocide racist. is how he put it, I believe. Uh, th- that's what his goal was. So we, when you characterize this guy, what he was doing, what he was trying to accomplish, what his motives were, what motivated him, you obviously go to the racism because by his own words, the racism is what motivated It wasn't the fact that he was a socialist that caused him to do this. It was the fact that he was a racist. Well, who knows? Yeah. That's what he like, says. He says a lot of things in this 180 pages. True. I mean, he's yeah. apparently also an environmentalist racist 
uh, European environmentalist racist or something like that. The, to me, the most bizarre thing is that he accuses early on in the manifesto, and I, I no longer have it in front of me, but he accuses black people of invading the United States. <laughs> And to me, it's just, that's a monumental... This is why it's critical like race theory needs to be taught kidnap, in school. It's like accusing a kidnap victim of, of trespassing at your house. <laughs> what are you doing in my basement? Well, you chained me up and locked me down here, you bastard. Thank you, Jack, for the call tonight. <laughs> Appreciate hearing from you. Uh, here's his paragraph about the free markets. So, headline, Globalized capitalist markets are the enemy of racial autonomous. If an ethnocentric European future is to be achieved, global free markets and the trade of goods is to be discouraged at all costs. And envir- I mean, that alone is just enough stupid for <laughs> to, to just throw this guy yeah. in. It, it was a bit much for me to process as you read it. He goes on. An environmentally conscious and moral society will never be able to economically compete with a society based on ever-increasing industrialization, urbanization, industrial output, and population increase. So the society he proposes, he admits, would be worse and poorer than a free society. So, but he argues it would be more moral. That is that free societies must be suppressed so that his horrible society. Well, no, he argues that his society would be more moral than the capitalist one. Well, he's also saying there can't be a global free market, which would mean that he, in theory, would want to suppress markets in the entire on the entire planet if right. he had his way. Wow. Right, but be, in the name of morality, that's the excuse he's given. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the environment, apparently. I mean, I... I don't. I don't agree, but I. I see why you know someone who's eighteen year old would think that they hear about exploitative how exploitative capitalism is and how you know mm. billionaires are destroying the world and they don't care and they're polluting the oceans or whatever. So I can understand why this this socialist here would be under the impression of no, we 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 can't compete. We can't have capitalism because capitalism is oppressive and immoral and evil. He says the cheaper labor and ignorance of environmental health will always result in cheaper goods produced with less effort and inevitably result in control of the market. A Europe of nature, culture, and sustainable living practices will not be able to ever compete in the global market. The global market thus never be allowed to compete in the new European market. There's there's ethical alternatives to things right now that exist and are doing just fine. There are ethical companies that don't don't test makeup and shampoo on animals. There, there's ethical farming that doesn't rely on Tyson Does that mean and other. They test them on humans. Because oh, they probably don't test is them tested at all. On some, well, if 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 it's not tested before it's sold, it's tested after it's sold True. by the customers. Yeah, everyone, like Pfizer. Every, when I say it wasn't yeah. tested on animals, everyone knows what I mean without me mm. clarifying that. Oh no, you know this means we're, they're not testing on yeah, non-human animals. Know that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, barring the importation of all goods produced outside the new European zone is an essential pillar of the future Western economy, he says in his 180-page manifesto. So complete protectionism, uh, lock out any global products. Make everything locally, which means pay well, how top can dollar. The candle maker compete with the sun. There's more coming up here in moments. You can join us in on uh, Free Talk Live.
Free Talk Live. Moments remain. If you want to join us here, you can dial in at 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Netflix has been in the news quite a bit recently. Of course, their stock has tumbled. People talk about how Bitcoin has fallen. Netflix has gone down by, what, 70% in the last five months alone? Good Lord. And I saw some other statistics that if you just look at Bitcoin in the last same amount of time, Bitcoin's only down like 30% because you have to go all the way back to November to hit the peak. It's been going down since then. Mm-hmm. So uh, My gut tells me that Netflix is on their way out. I just don't see mm-hmm. them surviving in the long run. Well, now that's an interesting question, and let's get into that here in a little bit. But you've got news about Netflix, Aria, that you wanted to share tonight. Yes, Netflix employees should leave the company if they take issue with its programming, the streaming giant has said in an internal memo obtained ahead of its publication this week. Within the platform's, quote, artistic expression section of its corporate culture memo, which was due to be shared publicly on Thursday... Then, then they go into some details that's really not important. I'm glad I don't have to deal with corporate culture, whatever that is. I mean, this is yeah. twice within the, the first two paragraphs where they essentially spent half of the paragraph bragging about how they got this document early. Hmm. The anti-censorship drive comes months after Netflix aired Dave Chappelle's controversial stand-up special, The Closer. Which was hilarious, by the way. I watched it. And it was mm-hmm. it was more than four, five months ago. I, I just want to yeah. stress that, you know, that... People are oh, we're going to cancel Netflix because of Dave Chappelle. Netflix was still doing just fine after yeah, the closer. That's right. No, in fact, I suspect they were doing better. And I watched, uh, probably. Yeah. I, I, I rejoined Netflix because of the Dave Chappelle thing. Because I point, wanted to watch exactly. it. Exactly, yeah. At the time, Netflix co-CEO Ted Sarandos defended Chappelle saying, we don't allow Netflix titles that are designed to incite hate or violence, and we don't believe the closer crosses that line. I, w- I agree. tend to agree. It was actually rather funny. And yeah. I, I think a lot of people just missed the jokes that he made. They thought the punchline was one line earlier than it actually a was. A lot of people didn't bother to watch. And and that's true. They just got offended. Not, not just the jokes, but the sensitivity with which he dealt with his befriending of this trans woman and her and her. Well, let's uh, be realistic. I, I don't know how friendly suicide. they really were. He didn't even know she had a kid, you know. Yeah, I well, I I don't know well, either. But they had a, it sounded like they had a professional relationship that yes. was that was positive. I, that's how I would characterize it. But yeah. a lot of people misconstrued. Oh, they were friends and all this stuff. Well, yeah. mm. they, no, it was, they the kind a, of, it was yeah. the kind of friends where you go out for a drink when you're in town. Yes, very much so. You know, not that you're mm. constantly staying in contact or whatever. Yeah, but I definitely got the impression that uh, he cared about her, that he was touched by her death. Certainly. Um, that she sympathized with his situation um, when when he was attacked and she went to bat for him against, you know, parts of her own community. Um, yeah, I agree with that. It was uh, it was actually a really touching and meaningful uh, segment of that comedy special. Yeah. In that case. Yeah, I think it was. And I suspect many of the people who hate him never even saw it. They don't even know about it. No. Well, they probably heard about it, right? No, they probably heard that he was anti-trans uh, or whatever, and then they just went off. Yeah, I mean, you know, that part of it wasn't really reported in the segment of the media. Oh yeah, it was, dude. LGBTQ news, LGBTQ to. nation. They were they were angry that Dave Chappelle would exploit this trans comedian's death. Oh man, dude. They knew about it. They talked about it. Oh wow. wow. Talk about jaded. 
But yeah, they they had it from an entirely different perspective. That's they sick. they just wanted an excuse to be angry at Dave yeah. Chappelle, so they sought one out. But they knew about it and they talked about it. Yeah. While every title is different, we approach them based on the same set of principles. We support the artistic expression of the creators we choose to work with. We program for a diversity of audiences and tastes, and we let viewers decide what's appropriate for them versus having Netflix censor specific artists or voices. And I love that philosophy. I just think Netflix as a company has kind of screwed up and they're not going to recover. The section concludes that employees' personal values about what they consider harmful will not be taken into consideration. It continued, as employees, we support the principle that Netflix offers a diversity of stories, even if we find some titles counter to our own personal values. Mm. Depending on your role, you may need to work on titles you perceive to be harmful. If you'd find it hard to support our content breadth, Netflix may not be the best place for you. Wow. Good. Yeah, it's surprising, right? Get another job. Netflix has yet to comment on stories that are reporting the memo, which has been updated for the first time in nearly five years. So that that's pretty much the extent yeah, of so the they're Netflix saying, hey, story. Look, if you can't be a professional, like, hey, we're asking you to pull focus on this camera, on this production. Can you handle that? Are you going to have a breakdown? Okay, if you can't handle this, you don't belong here, right? Yeah. Doesn't which matter. Which is reasonable. What you think. Yeah, it doesn't matter what you think about the script. You're the grip, you know, or yeah. whatever you get. You're the lighting guy. You either put the lights in the right place or you go find another gig. That's completely Seems reasonable. Perfectly reasonable. I I mean, as a as a programmer, I would not have room for a system system administrator who needed a fainting couch. Um, <laughs> a safe space. Yeah, a safe space yeah. where where they could be free from you know, the fact that some of our users sent emails they didn't like. Right. Well, the world isn't a safe space, and it's never going to be. Mm. And I don't know what these snowflakes are trying to create in the world when you know, they have these snowflakes, uh, they have these safe spaces to which they retreat. But you're never going to get rid of all of the mean people. You're going to have to learn how to deal with them and how to cope with them, how to move forward in a positive way, how to not let them get to you. Because it doesn't matter what they say to you, as we talked about countless times here on the store. They can be as mean as they want. It's only going to upset you if you let it upset you. They don't have the power to make you angry, to make you feel offended, to make you feel hurt, to make you sad, to make you unhappy. They don't have that power. That's your power. Stop giving other people, people who you don't like, people who you don't trust, stop giving them power to control you because power to control your emotions is power to control you. Let's go to the phones here. Unscreen caller, you're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead. Hello. Going once. Caller from area code 812. Going twice. All right. Well, sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Uh, so why do you think Netflix isn't going to survive? I mean, they've been around, nothing lasts forever, obviously, but they've been around for a very, very long time. They've been quite successful. They don't have a lot of, I I don't know. I've never, I've never looked at their numbers or whatever, but unlike say the old video store, which is what Netflix put out of business. And that part of Netflix may remain. I, I don't know. But what part's going to go down? Were they ever the, the streaming service? I had a friend message me to say today, telling me that he had canceled his Netflix. I was like, "Yeah, I finally got around to canceling mine a few months ago after letting it, you know, go uncanceled, even though I wasn't mm-hmm. using it." And I asked him why. He's like, "Well, I just can't justify spending twenty dollars a month on this one streaming service." And that made me realize mm-hmm. that twenty dollars a month, Netflix is losing money. Or they're not. They're at, losing money. I don't know how much. I don't know how their back end numbers actually are. Okay. But but they're not doing great as a company, regardless. Right. 
So they don't have the money to do whatever it is that they need to do in order to be a successful they thriving company subscribers, anymore. Subscribers, but not a whole lot of them. I mean, people. Well, they're still bleeding subscribers. Sure, but Netflix. But you can only grow so much, right? And they already had a significant chunk. Hulu of- is four bucks a month. And they have significantly more content than Netflix. And it's content that people actually want to watch. I can find South Park on Netflix. I mean, on Hulu. If I want to watch, if I type in search, uh, if I type in South Park on Netflix, it's going to come up with some Netflix original series that's, you know, crass and rated MA and it's animated and it might be kind of sort of like South Park, but it's not South Park. And that's what, that's what Netflix has is a bunch of originals that are kind of sort of similar to what you're looking for. We don't have Futurama, but we have this thing that's similar. Netflix, according Mm. to this story here at itep.org, reported $5.3 billion in profits for the year 2021. So that... Is the sign of a healthy company? What happened was well, they're they're losing subscribers for the first time, and that and the numbers of what's happening right now are still ongoing. They're about to they're they're saying we're going to be introducing ads before the end of the year. Once they introduce ads, they're done. They didn't gain as many subscribers as they expected to. But they still have an S-ton of subscribers. I don't have that number in front of me, but the last time we saw it, it was like over 200 million globally. I think it was 220 million or something like that. So they've got a lot of subscribers. Now, what you're saying is the competition is going to eat, the, eat away at their market share. And I think that's definitely true, especially if the price difference is what you're saying that it is. And plus, I think it's four ninety nine for Hulu with ads. Here's the other thing that, uh, that I've been holding on to about Netflix. What's really funny is it looks like they're going to go in a direction... That's going to make them like the thing that they're putting out of business. Netflix is now going live. They're going to be doing live television production on Netflix. So that that way you can tune in live, just like you used to be able to on cable channels for things. You know, that old thing that Netflix put out of business? Wow. I forgot. Putting out of business? On demand is, such the, is so much the standard that I forget that not on demand was yeah. a thing. Uh, Netflix is, is implementing live streaming, apparently. So it'll be interesting to keep an eye on it as it develops. We'll see you tomorrow night, freetalklive.com.